The Tyrant's Tomb, Chapter 5. Hi, everybody. Here's a little tune I call All the Ways I Suck. The Legion sentries spotted us from a long way off, as Legion sentries are supposed to do. Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted. Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week. Hello, 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 Ava, Neve. I'm gonna ask you how you are. But first, we have a little announcement to make, don't we? The news I have to share with you all has already been released on Instagram. So if you want a visual companion to the news I'm about to share, pull up our Instagram at Return to Camp. (laughs) Um, But in honor of our 200th episode coming very, very soon, which is crazy. Wild. Um, But we will be hosting the very first Return to Camp Half-Blood Percy Jackson Awards. And the oh, yeah. audience cheers. <laughs> Thank you, studio audience. You're welcome. Um, so, the Percy Jackson Awards. What does this mean for us, for you, for the culture? I was literally about to say for the culture. Uh, the ceremony will be uh, hosted slash released. It will be a pre-recorded ceremony um, on April 3rd. Uh, and we are asking you all to vote. That's exciting, right? I hope, I hope you guys have fun with this. I hope this is exciting. Oh, for It's you. so exciting. You kidding? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for the emotional support, Ava. Um, the nominations have been put forward by the League of Riot and Verse podcasters, um, who will also be featuring as presenters at the ceremony, um, including Robert from the Dem Meme Page, Fran from the Best Dan Camp, the Muses of Mythology, the Demigod Pod, Monster Donut, Demigod Disasters, Camp Half Pod, Through the Mist, um, and some previous guests as well. Um, It's going to be a big family affair. We we hope you have fun, and we hope you vote. Um, So in order for you to vote... Uh, go to returntocamp.com slash vote. The link will be in the description of the podcast and on our socials um, and anywhere I can put it. Um, (laughs) The rules are very simple. You may vote once per email. If you vote multiple times with the same email, it'll only be counted as one vote. Um, This is on a secure encrypted website. So don't, don't, don't fuck around. Don't fuck around. <laughs> don't don't scam us. We're doing something nice. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so play fair. Um, don't do what I would do for people's choice and <laughs> and use three different emails. This I is did do that. Smaller. That that could really affect this. <laughs> um, but yeah, everyone gets a vote. Everyone gets to be heard. Um, the nominations are going to be up on the website um but let's list some of the categories for them we have a lot of categories to go through but we'll just give you some of the highlights here and you can look on the website or our socials for the like full list of categories and nominations the the categories include um 
Most cunt served by a monster. Most mothering mother of all mothers. <laughs> Sounds so good. Um, the best moment of each respective series. Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Trials of Apollo. And here's the greatest sleigh of all. And actor that we need to see in the Percy TV show. Amongst many other categories, including you can vote for different characters, different books, individual moments, things outside Percy Jackson. It's an all-encompassing Percy Jackson celebration for all. We also highly encourage, dare I say, require (laughs) campaigning for who you want to win. So, oh, yeah. Feel free to, to share on your socials, campaign for whoever you want to win these awards. Let your opinion be known. Let your opinion be known. We want to hear from you. We want you to be heard. And you will be heard. You will. Mm-hmm. Happy award season, everybody. Happy award season. <laughs> We're very excited about this idea. So I, ho- I hope you yeah. are all as well. Oh, yeah. Vote. It'll be fun. Vote. Vote matters. Yeah, actually. (laughs) Like, this really does. Like, for real, for real. All right. And with that, Ava, Neve, how are we? Oh, I thought you were going to be like, summarize, but no, um, I'm good. I'm, well, I'm okay. Um, I. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, quick backtrack. (laughs) Sorry, I. Good for like two seconds. I know. the, The I'm good is like, the default, you know what I mean? Um, but I'm, I'm, uh, not, uh, you know, not doing too, too hot. My, um, my dog did pass away a few days ago. Um, and that has been a lot to deal with cause he was 15. Um, you know, childhood pet, all that stuff. Um, but, Otherwise, I have been pretty good. I've been reading good books, um, have been rehearsal. Hello. Have been going to rehearsal. Um, it's been it stressful. Been but rehearsal. Mm-hmm. I have been rehearsal. Um, I have been work. Um, I yeah, just kind of grinding, trying to get through the, the winter months, um, even though it's been a lot less cold here in Chicago recently, which on one hand I'm grateful for. And on one hand I'm like, uh Oh, you know, it's been um, crazy. It's yeah. absolutely crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's about how I'm doing. So kind of a mixture, but how about you, Neve? How are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm sleepy. Uh, but I'm pushing through. I'm being really brave about it. Um, I thought that I could maybe repay my sleep debt, And then I just actually made it worse over this past week Um, because I went back to where we went to college for um, about 15 hours. I mean, (laughs) you can also say where we went to college now. Oh, I forgot because we don't. We're we're not there. No one's going to find us. Muhlenberg College, if you guess correctly. Congratulations. Congratulations. You don't win anything, Um, but. Yeah, you don't win anything. But I'm happy for you. We don't go there. You're a sleuth. Yeah, literally. Um. So I was back at Muhlenberg to see my um, my friend's dance, senior dance performance. And uh, Allentown is not very far from Philadelphia. It's like an hour and a half to two hour bus, depending on how many stops the bus is making. Um, so I booked, I but I had to be back on Friday morning by 1045 a.m. to go to work. Uh, so I booked like the earliest bus that I could, which was at 740 
a.m. on Friday uh, after staying up late the night before being at our old college bar, like, to to chat with people, right? Um, as you do. As you do. Uh, but then I got really paranoid that I was going to miss the bus um, because the next bus wasn't until noon and, like, that would not get me back in time for work. So I um, got really nervous and woke up at 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> I did not need to fucking do that. I literally got, like, three hours of sleep. And then slept for like maybe 20 minutes on the bus and then went to work and everything. And so I just really made my sleep debt worse over that trip. Um, and today. Yeah, you I, made a lot of choices there. I like really did not. It was very sleep. kind, but very detrimental to you. I know. I did not <sighs> wake up that early. To, like I could have woken up at six. The bus stop was a nine minute drive down the street. Like it was not urgent. Um but I was really nervous that I was going to miss that bus. So I literally got to the station at like 7 a.m. and just sat in the cafe at the Allentown Transit Center for 40 minutes while I waited for this bus to show up. Um, so I was very tired today to the point when I was in rehearsal for like the first half hour, they were working on a scene where I wasn't being used. Um, and I was trying so hard to focus on my book that I was reading, but I was like, not the true definition of nodding off. I was nodding off in this rehearsal in Real. the seats to the point that one of my castmates was like, Hey, good morning, girl. I was like, stop. That's so embarrassing that you noticed that, that I'm literally falling asleep. And they were like, well, no sweat. You're not being used. I was like, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't want to be falling asleep in public, but I'm so tired. Um, but tired for good things, you know? It feeling feeling lucky to have things to be tired about. Lucky to be. Lucky to <laughs> please. <laughs> the reference to one of, to Delta Zeta. That is, that is the Delta Zeta uh, slogan. Slogan. But, if anyone knows anyone who's part of DZ, any none of us are. <laughs> none, of yeah, us, none of us are. None, none of us are, nor have we ever <laughs> been. <laughs> Just came uh, out. I guess. How am I? I'm alive. Real. That's one thing about me. Um, Alive, awake, alert, enthusiastic. Exactly. I'm wow. Good. I have been developing more more creative projects. I keep saying that, but like, <laughs> but the, if that's what's happening, things are in the works. Um, I I released uh, a draft of a project to a bunch of people this week for feedback. So that was big. Mm-hmm. Um. I've been in the brainstorming session for a new theatrical project um, that is is undecided what it's going to be yet. Um, but I have a group of people that I am putting together a Philadelphia Fringe show with. Um, and we don't know exactly what it's going to be yet, but it's probably going to be Greek mythology related because everything I'm bringing to our proposal meeting is Greek mythology related. Basically. Uh, awesome. I hope it is. So we could talk, like, I mean, we'll talk about it anyways, but like Philly fringe is such a fun vibe. So if it it's is. even Greek mythology related as I mean, well, be a great thing to talk about. Exactly. Um, so I'm excited about that. That's been a very exciting part of my week. Other than that, I've been doing a lot of work in my in-between times. I've spent actually a large amount of this week putting together stuff for this award show. Um, <laughs> and we love <laughs> to build a web page. <laughs> so, so that was super secure web page. Super so fuck secure with. web page. Um, and like parsing through the nominations and like yeah to Google Forms was how we did that. And oh boy, did it when you give a free response 
do you have to read them all? And like, unlike when you vote for something, you get numbers and like, you're like, oh, no, I actually did have to like, and everyone gave like reasons why they nominated, which was great. But like, it just was like, there's a lot more, I just need numbers. (laughs) The tea about Google Forms is that, why is it formatted horribly? Why is it so bad? It's such a helpful tool, but why is it formatted horribly? I feel like it's never looked correct what I yeah. need to give me, it does not give me in a way that I can get to easily. Like, even when you are doing shit that's just pure numbers, somehow the graph is always fucked up. Like, it's the proportions are the right. Are always you can't see up. things. It's, like, really annoying. Google Forms is fucked up graphs. Google Forms do better. Like, I need... It's such a good resource if it just, like, was easy to use and looked it looked yeah. correct. But does it? Yeah. Well, don't worry, returntocamp.com slash vote um, <laughs> where you can vote for this year's Return to Camp half Percy Jackson Awards is not a Google form. It is a real web page. <laughs> and that's the... And it took a lot longer to do than a Google form. <laughs> I will say, you can't tell based on how it looks, but <laughs> it's not bad. Not my finest web design work. Um, actually, whatever will we do. I'm going to backtrack. I'm proud of myself. You are. Yeah, hey. Yeah. Trying to embrace um not uh, self-actualization is not the word word. Self-actualization is like I think a religious thing. No, well, it's just like realizing who you are as yourself is self-actualization. That's not what I mean though. I just mean appreciating myself, patting myself on the back more, Mm -hmm. um, giving myself the respect for what i've done yeah but still having ambition for the future let's go that was beautiful thank you Cheers. i i thought so <laughs> so did i that's right. <laughs> i know, I know. I, i'm just being a dick um welcome back to return to camp half blood believe it or not it is, it is time for us to do the normal things um this week we're talking about the tyrant's tomb Chapters five through eight through the theme of you got it. (laughs) I was giving it a dramatic pause, Neve, and you (laughs) ruined it. I do know that I sometimes do forget it mid me saying it, but it is preservation. It's preservation. Okay, because I'm going to be honest. I did not know if you'd forgotten it or if you were pausing either. I really thought it was a forgetting situation. It's been a long time. It's been a long time since we decided on the theme about 15 minutes ago. (laughs) Yeah. We've covered a lot of topics. We've discussed a lot. We haven't even covered the topics that I meant to bring up in my update, but... Oh, the new trailers? The new trailers. We'll get Actually, there. We'll get there. We'll get there later. We yeah. have other new stuff. We'll talk about in the favorite section. There's also like Percy Jackson news we have to talk about. But let's get through our summary um, and songs. Yeah. So Ava's going to summarize. Remember, we updated back to 30-second recaps because we <laughs> decided so. Because yeah. we hate ourselves? I don't know. We're funsies. Yeah. No, we love ourselves. Self-actualization. Self-actualization. <laughs> Whether we know what that means or not. We're on the fucking roll tonight, guys. Let's get this summary going. Uh, Ready, set, go. Okay, they got to Camp Jupiter. I I took little notes because it's 30 seconds and I'm stressed about it. So I'll just read them. Got to Jupiter. Frank Raven. Announced Jason death. Little Tiber dead zombies. Something with Reyna. 
Dream about Commodus and Caligula. Terminus is a bitch. Tyson and Ella tattoo Sibylline books. Cat named Aristophanes. To expand, um, the Sibylline books are being tattooed on Tyson by Ella. Terminus is just a bitch. Uh, and it's Apollo who has the dream about Commodus and Caligula. And um, yeah, dead zombies that are now going to be on the yeah, wrong side. You you got it all. And yeah. you even explained that you took notes during the 30 seconds. Yeah. That's very impressive. I know. I know. I, ha- I had to. I it was too intimidating and too many like little things happened. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, mean it was no, always... you didn't mention actually songs first before we mentioned the big news of these chapters. We'll get to oh. that. Much to say. Yeah. Much to say. Don't want to, don't want to spoil it. What yeah. songs did we bring? Okay. So I have never been like a pop punk girl. Um, I've always been adjacent to the community and I don't even know if you classify this band pop punk or I don't know what you classify it, but I was listening to the Apple music equivalent of discover weekly. And um, it was like the new music playlist or whatever. And one of the songs from green day's new album came on and I really liked it. And so I saved it and I was like, this is, the kind of uh, war-ish, um, powerful, feisty uh, energy that these chapters need. Because also, these chapters weren't very thematic. They were just kind of like, things happening. Um, so I was like... It was very, like, yeah. things happened. They're right. all unrelated, but a lot of things happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very eventful, a lot less thematic. So I was like, why not choose, like, a... a a war-ish pump-up whatever song. So I chose One-Eyed Bastard by Green Day. I really like that song. (laughs) I'm very happy for you about this. Yeah. Yeah. This is such a nice development for you. I know. Good things, good things. Yeah. Um, I chose what song I thought the song that Apollo was singing to Jason was. Mm. And... I hope you understand this because I have no real explanation beyond this. I just know it to be true. That song is Seven Wonders by by Fleetwood Mac. Oh. And I don't know. It's, it's, it just has to do with like, like living your life in a fulfilled way. Um, I think I just also have this association because of American Horror Story Coven, um, yeah. where Stevie Nicks is a witch and she sings it <laughs> in because they perform the Seven Wonders, which is how you become the next supreme. Um, yes, this is yeah. tr- this is all true. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I have to rewatch American Horror Story Coven. It was so good, real cheesy, but Ryan Murphy, good but cheesy. I think is how you could describe all of it. Yeah. I wanted to choose a new Beyonce song because she just dropped two new country songs because Act did. 2 is coming in, like, a month. Uh, it's, it's, cra- it's crazy. And only she could be like, hey, it's the Super Bowl. Let me tell you about my new songs. And everyone's like, let me divert my attention. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's sick. Very Taylor Swift announcing her album and detracting from everyone else at the Grammys, except she's offending sports people and not her peers. So, so it's okay. So Beyonce is better than Taylor Swift once again. Yeah, that was a real Always. that was a real hard stance to take on this podcast. I love them both, but one of them is Beyonce. 
And and the other and, is Taylor Swift. And that's all that needs to be said. Yeah, um, if Beyonce is come on. Sorry. No, I was just yeah. Um, also pop punk. Well, some would argue not, and I would understand those arguments. Um, it's the shift gold standard by Fallout Boy. This song, guys, if you want to feel invincible and like you're a teenager in 2008, the shift gold standard is the song for you. Um, it's oh, it's just about like I love Follow Boy. Specifically, the the Folia Do album is just so such a like such a great album. I mean, like I don't even know if it's technically great or if it's just like something I loved listening to. I will say, not my favorite Follow Boy album. I'm well, sorry. No, it's final. Just I do think I'm it. right, but um, <laughs> okay. So no, I like Infinity on High. Oh, I also like it's that. a weird. It's one of the most random ones very out there i also like uh so much heartbreak feels so good whatever so much stardust yeah um that's a song on it that is um no that's a good one too um i think the the lyrics from this song that particularly pertain to the chapters is the chorus beginning of you can only blame your problems on the world for so long before it all becomes the same old song i feel like that was a big moment for Apollo in these chapters. Um, And it also talks a lot about um, the like giving up the desire to give up and just try and pursue something simpler and like run away from things that you know that you should tackle. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's also, I feel like that's also something that like after this, horrible battle the fact that they're not, that um the people in camp jupiter are so not willing to do that i was like it's fair they're camp jupiter is such a crazy place it really we'll talk is. about it more yeah yeah child military child military it's so this is a, it doesn't really relate to any other section. So let, I want to talk about the child military for a second. I know like this is a consistent thing throughout all of it. Uh, it's, it's a, an adventure series targeted at tweens and then teens. It is young adult fiction. Therefore it includes young adults at war. However, Something about the way the Legion does it feels like ROTC. Because it is. Yeah. That was the original ROTC. Was was the military? (laughs) Was like, was the Roman structure of like we, a lot of our culture gets, a lot of the military culture in America is similar I mean, there's obviously, like, tanks and guns, but it is just, like, we it's did, similar in, like, what right. they were doing, you know? We did we did divert our attention to feudalism for a minute. <laughs> as, a, yes. as a collective. A.K.A. the Dark Ages. <laughs> Ain't that crazy? We went, oh, Greece, Rome, nothing. I mean, yeah. Really, I'm mm. like, there's so much out there, guys. I feel the same about the Bronze Age collapse. 
We don't talk about the Bronze Age collapse enough. No, we do not. Things were crazy. It was the first time the Dark Ages, like, it happened way before. There's also a a little Ice Age in there. That was Mm. the the Dark Ages, though, right? It was freaking me the fuck out, though. Ice Ages, bruh. Don't come near me with that. (laughs) (laughs) Bruh, don't come near me with that Ice Age. (laughs) I guess I really like the movies. I was actually, but I was going to argue me when my brothers wanted to watch Ice Age on movie night. No, no, I don't know why I could not get down with Ice Age. Love Ice Age. I like the first one. The first one is like a film. I don't remember the difference between any of them. I just remember. (laughs) (laughs) I just remember one point I watched a bunch of them and I was like, all right, like cinema. (laughs) No, because the the first Ice Age is, like, about them saving the child. And the rest of them are like, oh, we're Ice Age people, and then we're going to die. But I guess we're going to run into trees and do, like, Three Stooges comedy. Yeah. Which is also how I feel about Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, Kung Fu. Oh, I love. I have not watched a single minute of any of the Ice Age films, so I can't relate to this conversation. Um, I do find uh, Sid funny. Sid's hilarious. We have gone far from the path of this podcast. You know, we got here by talking about the Roman Legion. We did. It was actually like a normal progression, but more important, the bees. Let's talk about let's talk about the the bees in the room. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Apollo is Apollo, us. Apollo mentioned the bees. To a point where Ava read these chapters and shouted, the bees are mentioned. Yeah. I I quite literally texted in our little group chat. I said in all caps, we got a bee swarm mention. <laughs> and I went, so huh? Because I had not read yet. And I was Oh, that's what, okay. I was <laughs> And I said, chapter seven, Apollo was like, how is he bees? And then no response from him because presumably he read. But no, so exciting. I'm I'm so glad Rick, like, came back to that bit. Like, I'm glad it that stuck with him also. Yeah. He wrote it and he was like, how the fuck did that work? He did, yeah. Rick clearly wrote it and had the same questions we had, which was, what? Yeah. No, yeah. that was dating. What do you mean? I, I... If we're if we're now talking, I guess this isn't a favorite moment of the chapters, but a moment I just want to point out. Um, I understand it was sweet. Rick, you're a coward for not writing the song. Just oh yeah, play by play of like what the song talked about. You're a coward. You had to mention. You had to write the song lyrics. I'm sorry. Like the battle. The Bella Songbirds and Snakes, she wrote those fucking songs. They are in italics in the book. And you should have written the song. At least a couple first What a hard, like, real hard stance on it, too. You called him a coward. Because it was, (laughs) like, I felt like it could not, I could not take it seriously. Because we were just getting, like, the weird highlights of this, like, apparently really moving song. Yeah. And I was like, we needed at least a verse or two. I I agree that it's like, if you're going to be like, oh, and it was a song that changed everything. We need the song. We need a little bit of the song. However. The whole song, we need a little bit. Dare I I venture to say, 
I don't need to hear a song that Rick Riordan wrote. Love him. Very season two. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Season two, Rick. So excited. Very excited. I'm Very so happy excited. for you. You do great work. We love it. We base the podcast after on yeah, it. We, love you. Um, we come back time and time again. Nothing I've seen from Rick Riordan makes me believe he's a songwriter. But we don't yeah. music. I know. We just need those words. Lyrics are, are different. Mm. I he will say prophecy. He can write a prophecy. <laughs> he can lay a prophecy how boots the house down <laughs> prophecy. So I play the song. I really wanted it. I was literally reading it like, oh, we chickened out of the song. You can't always get what you want. It's so true. Rolling stones. I will say to play devil's advocate, um he mentioned like in his summary of the song, he said so that he he claimed that he sung about so many things that I'm like, if this song took up like like at least one full page, our asses would have something to say about it. You know what I mean? You're so right. Yeah. You're so right. I and I don't want the song. <laughs> I, I, I will go on record and say I'm fine without it. I'm sorry for your loss. I just felt like I, have, I, I sympathize, but I cannot empathize. Like we didn't need the whole song; we just needed a verse or two. This just felt like it didn't even really happen to me. But so, that's just my so, opinion. So what I'm hearing is Neve is going to write the song Neve and pre- not- and perform it Neve as the gonna- opening to the no, uh, uh, Percy Jackson Awards. Thanks. Yes, your refusal to go along with the bit. <laughs> get her ass get I'm her not, ass I'm not see but that. we could have just lied to them that it was gonna happen and then it would just wouldn't happen i thought i think that is equally as funny you're breaking so much trust i don't yeah. know i don't know if anyone would have like really believed, really believed it. it that's yeah no one has been a funny been bit there. to keep going with me but now you ruined it let's Ooh. take it <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, all right, all right. It is time to talk about the theme of preservation. Thank you for letting me do it that time. Yeah. What if I had actually forgotten it that time, though? And then we just <laughs> kind of sat there. Yeah. Um, you know, that would have been funny, too. Anyways, <laughs> where I the first thing I want to talk about, I mean, I know the obvious thing is, like, Jason and the fact that the suspension of disbelief did get stretched for me when they were like, and then they built all the temples in two days. I went, what? It felt. Like I know. Fresh. I couldn't tell to what extent that was a bit because I, I also thought, yeah, because Apollo, Apollo was like, ah, oh, they could build two more stadiums today too if they wanted. And like in my brain, I was like, he doesn't know how anything works. Like. So I don't know to what extent, like, that was real. I didn't know if it was a play on... I think they, like, really did it, but I do think it was a very uh, confusing play on Rome wasn't built in a day. Oh. 
Yeah, but it is, and it's like something, and it's also meant to like be like the coordination of yeah. the Rome Legion, and they of because the they're such a like machine that they like no. I know, I know, Rome wasn't built in a day. You can't convince me it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that, that on that. And that was a little crazy, but I guess it was just like we had to mention, like maybe there's no more room at the end of this book. To like come back and be like, they built Jason's thing, you know? And Jason's thing, you just get built. But I do feel like, well, I guess we'll see how this book ends. Because if this book ends, Apollo leaves the camp and the camp goes back to normal. They could have waited. They could have waited, yeah. Like, not to be like, you know, you know you were decimated in a battle. You know they're coming back. You're going to spend this time building some shrines? Yeah. Right. It's Not like when, it's like my hometown tends to flood. Why if you if you know you're going to get crazy storms two weeks in a row, for example. Okay, storm 1 comes. Picture that. And then you're like, "Uh-oh, this store got totally like fucked by the flood, which happens a lot." Let's just like real quick patch it up and reopen, even though there's it's gonna get wrecked in another week. Yeah, you might as well wait it out. Yeah, right. That was a confusing aspect. But like, I'm happy. I'm happy. Jason's thingy is thingy happening. is happening. Me too. Me too. He's dead though. Yeah, I want. Dare I say need zombie Jason? Oh, I was gonna say I I would like to see dead Jason content. Yeah, I like it's gonna be sad, it's gonna be gut-wrenching. I think yeah. that would be such an incredible writing decision. I would love it so much. I it's it's such a trope, you know? Yeah. The undead person you love comes back and it was on like the evil side, you have to fight them. Oh my God, will it get me every fucking time? That shit is so fucking good. It's like a, it's such an easy way to play with your audience's heartstrings, but it fucking works. Cause like, what would you do? Right? Like with John Quinones. No, for real. It would be a great, it would be a great plot. It would. In this book. So we'll see. I hope Rick make it happen. I know you already wrote this book. I know just we don't know what happened. <laughs> but make but it happen. Rick Riordan, if you're listening to this, don't listen to this episode because we've already said things that we take back, right? <laughs> um, oh, he's going to decide now to not listen to the whole thing, right? Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> preservation. I also want to talk about, again, sorry, Rick, super excited for season two. Like literally so excited about it. Um, I don't know why, and maybe it's because we kind of left off at the end of this chapter, at the end of this set of chapters, maybe we're about to find out. No, I have a feeling I don't disagree with what you're about to say. (laughs) Does, why do the books need to be on living skin? (laughs) Can we get a play-by-play on why Ella can't? preserve these ancient texts without putting them as a tattoo on somebody? Can I get a breakdown? I did go 
Uh-huh. Because it's an inch, it's super interesting as like a, as a requirement for something. Like, I love that choice. It was, yeah. it's very interesting to like, think that that's what, uh, a qualification for getting this thing to be written down somewhere is that it can't be written down on something that can be preserved forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really interesting. Um, right. But I'm, I need a reason. Yeah. I hope and we it, get into it more. Yeah. It's also weirdly feel, it's such a, such an adult book choice. Yeah. I don't I really know mean. if the target audience of this book, I guess is kind of us. Like, yeah. At this point, these books aren't necessarily be re- being written for their age range, but they're written in the style of their age range for more adult audiences. Um, mm-hmm. So I do appreciate this as an adult reader, but I am like, I don't know if the weight of what this means really reaches a 13. I don't know if I really had a concept of what tattooing really meant and what life keep keeping going <laughs> still living really means when when you're 13 I remember four yeah. years of your life there's so much more to come it's so much longer having your entire body covered in text that you can't even read because it's on your back yeah. <laughs> uh yeah forever that means a lot yeah. and then it's like Oh, actually, I was going to try and... But there is... It, like, needed to be with, like, hot something. Like, hot ink on living skin or something. Because I was like... Because if it just needs to be on living skin, why are we not whipping out the ballpoint pen? Like, pulling a... Pulling a... It wouldn't stand, yeah. Pulling a fake tattoo on yourself in class moment, but true. I But, like, I, I guess there are questions about, like, why not write it on him and then, like, take a picture? Yeah, what would happen right. in the picture? I don't but know. This is magic. Like, I understand. But I, I'm just going to need more explanation. I do. I, I need I need a lot more explanation on this <laughs> one. And I'm hoping that it, it does. We did find out about it like very end of this chapter set. So I'm hoping next week we do find some explanation. But like this, this was a crazy one to me that I was like, this has such intriguing implications and it doesn't make, but it just doesn't make any sense right now. You know? I I agree. And it's also like, How far can you bend the definition of living skin? Because, stay with me, I thought, what about big leaves? Like, you know what I mean? Like, instead of, like... Yeah, instead of a human person, so... I just don't know about skin. Well, but then what is, right? Well, I guess fruit does also have skin. You're right. Yeah, just... Who said living skin? Is that just what they're saying about it? Did someone tell them living skin? what are the details? Why aren't we whipping out the... Is the skin just, like, living? No, I regret it. Let's move on. This is an auditory medium. I I hope that... I don't even know how to make sure that joke came across, (laughs) but it was incredible. But, like, yes, living skin! Right. It's right. Living. Uh, I'm living for the skin. Right. Um, it's all skin though. You know, I guess it's not dead. Which is the definition of living. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I don't know. I, we're getting too into the, the living uh dead skin of it. But like the bees again. This is like the bees again. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what a chapter for us, huh? 
give us something to like fixate on that has nothing to do with anything and we'll talk about it. This yeah. has everything to do with it though, which is like interesting that we can fixate on it. I hope it does. <laughs> I I hope there's more of a payoff to this. Yeah. I'm not confident that there is. True. Because sometimes things in these books just happen and they go unaddressed. Yeah. Um, will the Pegasus's brother ever come back? I don't know. Remember him? Yeah. Can't remember his name, but no. he happened. Um, and he was like, I'll be back. Maybe okay. he will. Yeah. Um, we don't know what happens. I feel like Kelly's plot was never really tied up. Oh my God. Miss her. Right. Give me, again, second week in a row, I'm going to say cancel Wrath of the Triple Goddess. I'm looking for Kelly the Impusai and the Olympians. (laughs) Her entire life story, frankly. I want, I want mean girls, but it's, it was just what was, what Kelly was doing as a cheerleader in the school. Yeah. Before Percy blew her up. Yep. Yeah. Kelly writes. So true. So true. Um, what else happened in these chapters that we want to talk about that has to do with preservation? Those are the big things. Yeah. Preserve. Uh, I mean, like, I did have an instinct when we were talking initially about, like, the military, like, kind of school type deal um it's crazy how long those traditions have been preserved in terms of like child military labor because like not just in fiction but like the middle and high school that i went to was founded as a military school in the 1800s and like it stayed that way for a minute you know so like it like we're seeing like these Roman traditions, not only in our fiction, but like also in our very real, like growing up lives, like presently, which is fucking crazy. It's like crazy that like any civilization's rites and rituals could be preserved for that long, but also love it, but also wish it could happen to more civilizations than just kind of the Western ones. I mean, that is kind of what happens when you colonize everywhere. Yeah. You get rid of the stuff that was originally there. Yep. And I don't think we give Rome enough credit for that. Yeah. Fu- okay. Fucking Rome. I don't know. I do feel like generally we give Rome like, oh, w- Rome. Wasn't Rome so cool? Terrible. But cool. I think it was mostly just bad. Yeah. 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 Greece, I'll give, did some good things. They they stayed a real isolated for a while. Yeah. They they had like a trade empire. Like Greece was a bunch of city-states. There was no unified Greece. Yeah. The Roman Empire, nasty business. Nah. Or- Empires are bad. <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> Roman Empire, though, still better than the British Empire. Oh, I thought your ass was going to say then the Ottoman Empire. And I was going to say, and here's where you're wrong. But no, you're right. Low bar. But they, no, the Brits really fucked up everywhere they went. S-M-F-H. And also the Holy Roman Empire. Fun fact. 
Not holy, not Roman, not an empire. I I was really just setting you up for that. <laughs> I knew exactly what response that would trigger from you. Yeah. Um, fascinating though. Separately, the Holy Roman Empire, fascinating. Um, yeah. And it led to World War II. Yeah. What did I mean? In the way that everything leads to, like everything's like a little bit of a buildup, but like more directly than other things, it did. Yeah. So, actually, I blame Julius Caesar for the Second World War. Butterfly effect. I blame the Caesars for a lot, frankly. And, you know, we should say that more often. Mm -hmm. We're always like, Julius Caesar. Oh, no, he was stabbed. I love his salad. But we're never like, Julius Caesar, how did you fuck up democracy? What made you get stabbed? Everybody yeah. knows he got That's stabbed. No one is stabbed by that many people <laughs> for no reason. Yeah. Yeah, right? He had to have done something to deserve I it. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Even Abraham Lincoln, right? Who, like, arguably moved the country forward in certain ways. You know, like... Hooray for the Emancipation Proclamation. That's awesome. Um, I'm in no way putting him on a pedestal, though, because he was still a white man president. And And the Emancipation Proclamation was not like he was great. We attributed him like that, but like he just kind of had to do it. No, he had to do it. Exactly. But still, you know, um, it's, it's cool that it happened under his presidency. However, he was still only assassinated by one person. One. That was only one person. Yeah. And the, the stats are totally different there. Like, (laughs) <laughs> Any, anyone could get assassinated by like one crazy, right? Even if they were or like renowned as like, oh, you're, you're good. Like, and a lot like, of assassinations are also like covert, like JFK, like they were all surprised by that. Did yeah. the FBI assassinate him? W- could that be a lot of people? Hey, I don't, that, I don't, I truly don't know. Put us on a list like that. <laughs> no, I was, I was say, I truly don't know. And it's not for me to know. Um, but for a whole room of people to stab you, everyone stabs you and no one goes, hey guys, <laughs> I don't know if we all need to stab him. Because there were, there <laughs> and were a lot of met him. Everyone was yeah. like, I, we're fine with this. And as you know, while I'm here. Right. And there were a lot of discussions leading up to it too, because here's the thing. Everyone is all like Caius Cassius is the real villain here because he convinced everyone to stop Caesar. Okay. How like. If all of if, your friends were stabbing Caesar, are you going to stab Caesar? <laughs> Frankly, well, probably. <laughs> well, I don't know, but here's the thing. Just because someone tells you to do something doesn't mean you need to do it. Like, and if it's a stabbing, like, you could just say no. If you didn't want to stab the person, don't stab them. Just don't. You heard it here first, folks. Don't show up to work that day. Like, you literally don't need to do that. If someone asks you to stab someone, you can say no. You can say no. Return to Camp Half-Blood supports this message. (laughs) Because it's not like, it's not like Cassius was going to kill Brutus if he didn't want to kill Caesar. He was just going to, like, give him a hard time. No, because, like, really, like, Brutus, come on. I know. I know. Well, Literally. but again, did Caesar deserve it? 
That is well, the fruit of the question. That's the thing like, is he went forward with it and like, sure, he regretted it and everything. But the fact that like he actually did it, it's such a crazy action to take like to begin with that like you, you don't just stab someone because someone is like, I don't know, probably do it. Yeah, it's yeah. a little more forethought than that. You gotta There's self motivate. One. This means that Caesar did something that made that many people each need to stab him. Because <laughs> right. stabbing is not a want, it is a need. <laughs> also, like that many times, total overkill, no pun intended. So, like, what works, especially in these times, like the infection was gonna get him eventually. Like, you, yeah. you didn't need to like chop him up. <laughs> he was like, gonna be dead. Really yeah. Long discussion. Why don't we all just stab Caesar? What? Also just totally stab Caesar. And that's this, I believe. You know who else stabs people? Wolverine. And you know what else? There came it is. Out this today? Folks, he did it. He transitioned. I did transition. That Deadpool 3 trailer. Deadpool and Wolverine, because now we have a title, was yeah. incredible. It was I loved incredible. it. Incredible. It ate. It, it is ate. the best trailer I've seen in a while. Except for Fallout. Deadpool? Oh. Deadpool is, and I've always said this ever since I first watched Deadpool, probably it's about going a year. on two years. <laughs> yeah, we're going on two years. <laughs> <laughs> I have always said this for that amount of time. Deadpool is for the people. De- like as a hero, his personality is so for the fucking people. That comment he made, like when he went out into the hallway, and the guys had their like little mini staffs, um, and he's like, "Hey, hey, pegging's not new to me, but it is for Disney." Look at the camera. He Deadpool is the people's princess. Like Deadpool he's, is the people's princess. Yeah. Like he says what Twitter also says. <laughs> I when Deadpool is written well and thank god he has been in the movies and in this movie already seems to be setting up to be so good um uh, I'm so excited um when Deadpool is written well he is my maybe my favorite comic book character Deadpool has been written poorly and I I won't mince my words about that because oh boy do some straight white men have real fucked up views on who they think Deadpool should be This will be my plug for read uh, Alyssa Wong's recent uh, 2023 run of Deadpool. Uh, It's like 10 issues. Uh, I own the volumes of it in trade. It is like perfect. It is colorful. It is really fucking gay. Um, Deadpool has a non-binary love interest in it. Um, It's incredible. It's so funny. He has a dog. He has a dog. And the dog is like Carnage. He is a symbiote dog. Oh my God. Um, whose name is Princess. Work. Everything. Um, so if that does not convince you to read Deadpool, this should be, if you have never read a comic, this should be your comic. Um, it's, it'll, it'll be weird that this is the only comic you've read. <laughs> be very random choice, but I would encourage it. I'm pro it. I loved it. And Alyssa Wong, they are the next right comic book writer. Mark my words. Very cool. Very cool. Speaking of things we liked less, though. <laughs> yeah. The things we liked less. That wicked trailer. That wicked trailer. Looked the visuals stunning. The trailer right. itself, terrible. 
I am really excited to see Cynthia Erivo. Right. She's incredible. Beautiful. She looks like she's she going to do great. Yeah. She looks so awesome. She Jonathan sounded Bailey. great. The one shot of Jonathan Bailey also looked great. Oh, okay. Yeah. I first second I was like, who that? And then it just kept playing. And but I know who he is, don't worry. Um, yeah, hope he does well. I my thoughts on the wicked movie are as follows. I am very excited to see Cynthia Revo, period. Full stop. Also, I know we were given a release date, but like I'll believe it when I'm sitting in the theater. I I'll believe it when that movie is over. <laughs> like, I don't know when this will actually happen. It has been place. like for those of you who have not been around the culture for long enough, like even just like four years younger than us, I don't even know if this, this really computes how long, how much of our lives they've been making a wicked movie. It's been <laughs> in production, quote unquote, for I want to say like I want to say 2011 at least since Wicked came out twenty yeah. fucking years ago. Um, yeah. It, forever been making a wicked movie so like i'll believe it when i see it i believe i i will believe, say i believe it stronger now i think it looks very good however i think the trailer was a bad trailer it just was like not really giving anything you know and i will say that about most trailers i've seen recently that's why i was so excited about the deadpool trailer because with the way trailers have been reflecting their movies recently this is going to be the best movie ever <laughs> because it was actually a good, the first good trailer I've seen in my, yeah. except for again, the fall guy, the fall guy looks great. The Ryan Gosling, Emily Blunt. It looks great. It's I haven't even heard fun. about this film. Ryan Gosling, Emily Blunt, action romance. He's a stunt man. He's a stunt man. And then they end up in like an actual thing. And the actor that he's a stunt man for Aaron, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Oh, yo. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm very excited about it. Exciting. Yeah. What are our sauce moments? <laughs> oh, my God. Quick shift. I have mine pulled up. Um, uh, I think my father left me a warning, I said, or perhaps a threat, and Terminus just pointed it out to me. How can your birthday be a threat? I'm mortal now. Birthdays are always a threat. Real. So fucking <laughs> true. Hilarious. So true. Um, I had slumped in defeat. I pulled up my wallet. I produced the junior driver's license Zeus had provided me when I fell to earth. Name, Lester Papadopoulos. Age, 16. State, New York. Photo, 100% eye acid. That's crazy. Eye acid? That one. Oh my God. That's such a brutal read for himself. Eye acid. I... I'm trying to find the perfect moment about it, but I thought Tyson was so funny. Oh, wait. During this whole thing. Um, it, it, everything he said and the way he acted and everything that happened to him, all of it was funny. Um, but him being like, ready, oh boy. Tattoos tickle. I was like, iconic, yeah. iconic. Um, and I'd agree. Tattoos, I know, are painful, like on paper. Not that painful. 
I guess that that's my my take personally. No, they're fine. I think it depends the location. Baby. It does depend on the location. Um, but tattoos are not the um, torture. We pretend they are. That this would be torture. This is different. Yeah. yeah. Hot hot needle and ink is not the same as today's modern tattooing technology. True. Um, which is also there is pain involved. <laughs> I'm done. I'm like I'm gonna stop talking. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to communicate a point that is not coming across correctly, and I'm going to quit while I'm ahead. Uh, who are we giving offerings for? Aristophanes the cat. Period. Work. Uh, minus for Julia. Oh, I was going to do that. Well, oh. I did it. <laughs> well, I, did. I could both do it, honestly, because everyone else just kind of like just, her parents are dead. Her parents are dead. <laughs> that is the big one. Everyone else just kind of like moved along the plot in these, and she had a serious loss. And we had literally only talked about it for like a paragraph. So, yeah, two for her. Um, who do we vote off? Um, I don't. Oh, this is hard because these were kind of just sad, where no one did bad. Everyone was just like, "My life is terrible." Yeah, yeah. I don't seem to be doing good though. Good for her. She's just tattooing her boyfriend. <laughs> Living in New York, tattooing her boyfriend. Big things. Big things for LL Harpy. Mm-hmm. Um, but she doesn't deserve to be voted off for doing well while everyone else is doing poorly. Yeah, never. Um, um, I mean, he had a dream about Commodus and Caligula. So I'll give it to Caligula. He sucks so bad. I'm going to give it to Caligula because he was just particularly like nasty twink like real like sassily evil like i can is that the only way i can describe the way he talks it's so it's insipid it's insipid because what was up with the shirley temples i'm just like actually no it was so weird i love that but it was funny but like it was like also kind of felt insidious it did. Yeah, it did. Um, I'm so sorry. I not make that yawn stop. Um, so I had to be a momentary pause, but I think I'll vote off. I'll, I'll, You're real, real giving us a suspense here. Because I don't. I guess I'll also vote off. Like, yeah, because he does deserve to be the most voted off of this series. So if I can help us work towards that goal, I will do so. You know? Him and Nero both. Yeah. Yeah, I can't decide which one I hate more. I thought it was Nero, but then Caligula... is kind of chilling. Yeah, he's just stupid. He's literally just, like, stupid one involved in the evil. But um, Caligula did really murder our man, Jason. Yeah. He definitely should be in the running, at least. They just kind of get Yzma and Kronk. Oh my god. True. Um yeah. Well, that's all for this week. Join us next week where we'll be discussing chapters 9 through 12. Make sure to follow us on social media. We are at Returned Camp on every platform that matters. And we also have a coffee account and a Red Bubble store and a website www.returnedcamp.com that if you then add slash vote at the end of it, you can vote 
in the Percy Jackson Awards, which you so vote. Please go vote. Get out the vote. Your civic duty. <laughs> what, are the, what are the signs on Drag Race say? The dra- get out the vote. the vote. Slay the vote. <laughs> Slay the vote. Slay the vote. Slay the vote. House down boots. <laughs> <laughs>